Unicorns. Hi, unicorns. Tiffany here. Welcome to my podcast, The Tiffany's Intuitive Messages, where we talk about everyday life experiences, everyday life lessons, and I provide some spiritual, you know, insight and my just my intuitive downloads through my many personalities. But before we get into it, Thank you so much for the energy exchange. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you giving feedback. I love you. I hope you're having the most amazing day. And if not, go ahead and take a pause. Pause me, baby. Go play your favorite song. Go get your energy in alignment and come back to me, boo. Come back. Because you know what? All the Tiffany's are waiting. And with that being said, it's time for the roll call. All of the Tiffany's are present. My higher self, Shondala. She is just out here. Yeah, we had a little gospel concert this morning to really wake me up and get me in the spirit. And we heard the song Mercy Said No. And it just really did something to my higher self. She is just over here feeling mythical and magical. Okay, my sweet self, we are in the art of creation. My balanced self, we don't know what Monique gonna say later. So we just over here looking because we we tell Monique she could have a little, little 10 minutes at the end motherfucking Monique, my ego. Okay. (laughs) She's feeling sexy. She's feeling spicy. Today we'll be talking about the darker things in life and she's feeling nasty. Okay. (laughs) Toxic Tiff. A boogie woogie woogie. She's toxic. A little bit low vibrational. Okay. She's, She's petty. Okay. On my most low vibrational days, it's pettiness. Shanzala. But y'all, unicorns, you're mythical and magical, divine and motherfucking fine. Y'all big fine. Okay, I be seeing y'all. First of all, I got my new podcast and y'all have found me. I have not even broadcasted my podcast yet. I have not um, marketed or anything. And y'all found me. And I'm so thankful Thankful for all the ways in which you show up and support me, whether you share, whether you listen to it, whether you just hit subscribe. I am so thankful. And shout out to all my clients. Etsy is popping, y'all. On Etsy, my Etsy Etsy shop, the Tiffany's Oracle. Um, I have like all my listings. And let me tell y'all something. The intuitive readings for my business clients have been popping. You know that? It's so dope. I don't force my services on anyone. If you align to a cool, if not, keep it moving, boo. You know, my grandmother always said, take what's for you and leave the rest. Shondala. But let's get into today's episode. Know thyself part two, the shadow side. So last week, we talked about all the great things that make you you, that you feel, how you feel inspired, what you bring to this world, understanding your personality. Now, let's step into the dark side. Let's talk about the things you have repressed that you have hidden because they are equally as important as your light. Um, The shadow side is is a concept by psychologist Carl Chung, and he really talks about understanding the repressed side of yourself and really acknowledging that. And so, y'all, I'm so proud of myself. I finished my first book of the year. It's called Owning Your Own Shadow, Understanding the Dark Side of the Psyche by Robert Johnson. 
Y'all, I recommend that you get the book. It's so good. It is so good. Before I continue, me personally, I believe that it is our responsibility to know ourselves, to fall in love with ourselves, to keep growing, to keep knowing. Why? Because we are constantly evolving. Things are constantly changing. We have many layers. Shit, we are still learning things about ourselves that are trapped in our subconscious and all these different things. So why not fall in love with your light side and your shadow side? Because baby, you cannot have one without the other. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to quote some things from the book, y'all, because I'm just in love. Oh my God. Wait, y'all, I'm so sorry. Let me get let me get to where I'm getting. I was so excited. Why? Because as a person who is very much into the occult, which is like religion, spirituality, I find it interesting growing up very Christian, how we talk about like God and the devil and all these different uh, paradoxes of extremes, like the light, the dark, and just never really putting it together from my perspective. Um, But then also having like these obsessions I knew I shouldn't have. Like I was very Christian, but I was so into astrology. I always thought astrology was so cool. The concept of really like aligning to the stars, especially after I found out that's how the wise men found Jesus. Like they were looking at the stars. They were using astrology. Um, But even if you just take away, you don't believe in astrology, I find that some of like the characteristics that they state for the different um, zodiac signs are so on point. It's so on point. I'm a true fucking Leo, good and bad. Um, So I always found it interesting myself that here I am in church and all these things that I told were bad, I just absolutely loved. I found them so fascinating. It just was interesting. Um, So y'all, I'm about to quote the book. And um, Robert Johnson states, quote, the shadow, what is the curious dark element that follows us and pursues us so relentlessly in our psychological world? The persona is what we would like to be and how we wish to be seen by the world. It is our psychological clothing and it mediates between our true selves and our environment, just as our physical clothing presents an image to those we meet. The ego is what we are and know about consciously. The shadow is the part of us we fail to see or know. Um, in quote, sorry. I think this is important because f- so much of what we're taught is to focus on the good, focus on, you know, being good of heart. But that's one part of the picture. As I said before, you cannot have light without dark and dark without light. It's an equal balance. And a part of that is yourself. And so I think sometimes we don't really like to talk about these things or really acknowledge it because we may seem like a bad person. But it is your darkness that makes you relatable. It is your darkness that helps you to empathize with other people. It is your darkness that makes you more human, actually. Because if we were all of light and all of these things, we would be right there with God. (laughs) We would be right there with God. One second, guys, I have to sip my coffee. And so there are a few things that he states in this book. And I want to be clear one second as I'm doing my podcast. My podcast is not for me to give you all the answers. 
this podcast is to really, you know, speak to your soul and motivate you to want to get more answers or at least have you thinking like, hmm, maybe I should look into this. This is not for you to come here and get all the answers. I recommend that we're talking about the shadow side that you do your own research. I think collectively, everyone needs to do their own research and look at credible sources. Like, I'm almost, I'm going to regret saying this later. It makes me want to go back to school. Like, I used to love doing research, not the research papers per se, but I used to love really just learning different perspectives, connecting the dots between people's thoughts, intelligence, just different things when I was doing research papers. And I feel like we've lost that. We've lost the ability to research, get credible sources, you know, cultivate our own thoughts based on facts. Um, and then in this book, he says, you know, life is kind of like a seesaw. On one side, you put all of your God-given characteristics and all your good things. And on the other side, you put the things you don't want to talk about. And that in true life, it's the balance of both your good side and your shadow side. And so you guys get the picture. I think I've done a good job. The one thing that really stuck out to me in this book that I just found so dope is he says this, and I quote, we would love to have creativity without destruction, but that is not possible, end quote. And he says, with everything we create, you're giving death to something. And I don't know why that stuck out to me, but it really stuck out to me. And he just talks about balancing light and dark and just, it's such a good book. I, I really want everyone to read it if it's in your budget and in alignment. Um, but throughout the book, he just talks about your dark side is going to come out, whether you are projecting it onto others, whether it comes out through your actions, it's going to come out. So if we know it's going to come out, how about you narrate the story? The best way in this book, um, Johnson's recommendations is creativity. He's saying that creativity allows you to really, um, state how you're feeling to really show, to really honor your dark side. Y'all, I'm looking at my book because I promise y'all, I had so many things highlighted. So many things highlighted. Um, One second. Y'all, I got to find it. It's just what it is. Oh, he says, um, George Bernard Shaw said that the only alternative to torture is art. This means that we will engage in our creativity in the ceremonial or symbolic world or have to face its alternative brutality. It says that your dark, show, dark side can show in either intelligence or stupidity. It is up to you in the delivery of how your dark side shows up. And so the last thing from this book, I'm going to quote after I sip my coffee one second. <clears throat> quote, we are advised to love our enemies, 
But this is not possible when the inner enemy, our own shadow, is waiting to pounce and make the most of any incendiary situation. If we can learn to love the inner enemy, then there is chance of loving and redeeming the outer one. Y'all, when I tell you, the book is good. And for my people who may be in denial, you may be like, I don't have that. I don't have, you know what, Shandala, love and light. This is the time where I'm going to ask you a few questions. So I've done some research on the shadow. I've been doing it for years, actually, shadow work. I think it's quite interesting. And some of the best recommendations is to really sit in reflection, even before going to therapy. Um, My recommendations for therapy, I have a therapist. I love her. I'm going to see her. Can't wait to see her. I love her. Even my recommendations for therapy is you have to come to therapy with a plan. Like, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to get off your chest? Shadow work is a great way to go into that. Um, So with shadow work, it's deep reflection. And it's really being gentle with yourself. It's about setting the tone and say, look, we about to go into some real shit. Some may be pretty, some may may not be, but this is my human experience. I'm on earth right now. I'm learning. I'm growing. God still loves me, okay? We're going to get into my favorite scripture in a moment. But here are some questions to really help you with the shadow work. First of all, what do I want to get out of shadow work? Like, let's be serious. The first thing you want to do is, what do you want? Do you want to just learn more about it yourself? Do you want to come up with creative ways to um, express your shadow? That's one. Two. In what ways do you align to your shadow? Because some people are more in alignment with their shadow than their light. In what ways do you acknowledge your shadow right now? Oh, now this is where we're getting deeper. For my people who haven't done shadow work before and you're still in denial, here we go. What ways, hold on, what was I brought up to value in my family? How are my own values different? That's one. In what ways am I like my parents? In what ways do I hope I'm not like my parents? What family patterns do I feel, do I fear I'm repeating? So sorry, let me say that again. What family patterns do I fear I'm repeating? How would I describe my life to my child self? What parts of my life would I I emphasize and what would I leave out? What parts of my life would I emphasize and what would I leave out? What is the biggest obstacle to finding the happiness that I crave? That's some. I got a few more, y'all. Sorry. I'm just kind of. Going with the flow. What memories from your past stand out as times of major change? What secrets or elements of pain do you feel and hold inside of you? This is my favorite question, y'all. What are my pet peeves? Where do I think these pet peeves 
may have stemmed from. What personality traits bother me? What behaviors get under my skin? Do I possess any of these personality traits or behavior? What external experiences trigger a negative reaction within me? Why do I think I react negatively to these experiences? And so those are just some, because I know I just gave y'all a lot. Those are just some questions you can sit down and really set the tone and ask yourself and be honest. Nobody knows you better than you, honestly. Now, if you want to get into it and you're open into some spirituality, come hit me up on Etsy. We could do a shadow work session together and just talk about different things or at least make you think. I always tell people, depending on on the intuitive person, the readings are so dope. Everybody I've done a reading with, we've had such a great time. We've cried. We've been angry. But at the end of the session, we had a plan, a plan of action of next steps. We had learned awareness. It's just a different experience. Um, But you can do this with yourself. You can take some time and sit with yourself. Um, But I guess lastly, I lied. Lastly, knowing this, how are you going to take your pain and create art? How are you going to take these secrets and create art? How are you going to take these things of yourself that you want to hide or shadow that you're not really proud of and make art? I think that's why music is so powerful because people are really writing about their pain. They're writing about their success. They're writing about their love. They're writing about their addictions. They're writing about their passions, whether they're considered light or dark. And people can empathize with that. People can feel that because as a human race, we all have light and dark. Even for me, my first podcast came out of just my dark side. Tipsy tip. I was just tipsy. Felt like I wasn't being heard. I missed one of my friends where I was just super open with. And I wanted to talk about all types of things that people said I shouldn't have been talking about. And you know what? Tipsy tip was a success. And it was so dope. It was so freeing. And it's always been a passion project, which is why I will always do a podcast. That's my passion project. So again, Your dark side could either come out, as they said, in an intelligent form or a stupid form. It's up to you, but you have to honor it. It's a part of you. And this is where we get into the messages. So if this is not for you, you can go ahead and click off. But the affirmation for today is my success is inevitable and I'm always on the right path. Even though we have these darker natures, it doesn't stop you from being successful. In fact, it can help you. And in fact, if you tune into yourself and really learn yourself, you can control it. Like the author mentions that sometimes he'll write a dirty story or he'll write a story that's just opposite of what he normally does to balance out his dark side. Me, sometimes my higher self will play some Juanita Bynum and I'll be out here speaking in tongues. And then Monique and Toxic Tiff will play some City Girls Rodeo. I'm going to ride you like a rodeo. What? What? Sometimes I got to balance it out. But my favorite, favorite, favorite thing is Jeremiah 1 5. It says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart. That means God already knew 
everything we would go through. And God still set us apart to be special, still set us apart to do God's word. That means that everything you go through, all the parts of you are important so that you can do God's word. I always tell people the impact is in the testimony. You don't know no testimony where everything just went right. No, a whole bunch of shit went wrong. There was darkness and out of darkness, the light came. The light became more profound. There is an acknowledgement of I was in a dark place and I came out of it. Or I was in light and I went to darkness and I came back out of it. However you flip it or switch it. Ooh, Shondala. Y'all, now we're going to get a little soul card. Because I got carried away. I'm over here sipping my coffee. Mm, 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 mm. Ooh. Let's see what the soul card got. Let's see. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, we got two. Am I consistently showing up? Some trade their dreams for comfort, yet comfort is the enemy of progress. Success requires showing up every single day. Even when you feel, even when you don't feel like it, and even when it feels uncomfortable, it takes guts and an endless vision to stay consistent to your dream. Today's soul action. Journal where you can be more consistent in your, in your life in alignment with your soulful goals than show up. Honestly, shadow work is a part of your soulful goals. That is acknowledging you as a whole, your light and your darkness. And as a part of your strategy for success, you need to be so aware of yourself that you know, like, ooh, this is going to trigger me. I need to prepare for that. That's a part of strategy. Strategy is a preparing for your success, for your triggers, for your failures, so that you have a plan. Ooh, and the last thing, which is going to lead us into Monique. Does my life have more room for pleasure and play? And what area are you lacking pleasure right now? Maybe in certain relationships or with work. Is it possible to shift the seriousness of life to experiencing a more child, ooh, a more childlike, creative, wild, and playful side of you? Today's soul action. What would happen if you added more play and laughter into your life? What area is lacking this right now? Take time to play. Let go of any need to produce anything. Y'all, y'all need to have more fun. And with that being said, motherfucking Monique is here. And you know what? She said, let's, let's, she said, you know what? We started off the call with my higher self with, you know, we always start with my higher self. Now it's time to go pull out the center. Okay. We have the same, and now we have the center. So now we're going to pull out some sex cards. Dance for me. Strip tease for me. Seduce me with those fiery eyes of yours. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. I signed up for a lap dance class the other day to learn how to give a good lap dance. Y'all, it's time to have fun in y'all sex lives. It's time for us to step into the dark side because y'all nasty. If y'all listening to me, y'all are some freaks. You're welcome. I know y'all already freaks. So now Monique is going to give you some things y'all can tap into on this, this Valentine's Day. Ooh, sex toys. Bring out the toys and let's play until you come. Ooh, Shandala. And it's a mask on here. Some of y'all don't want to talk about y'all sex lives and the things y'all want to talk about. Monique has an episode coming up called um, What That Throw Chakra Do. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> We're going to get into how you express yourself. Ooh. Ooh. It gets better with time. In my head in the beginning, 
hold on in my head in the beginning i promise i get better with time look some of y'all have had some past experiences that may have stunted your confidence sexually you a bad motherfucker okay you got all the power of yourself and your ancestors and god you gotta bring the beast out in you Tap into a little bit of that dark energy. That's why motherfucking Monique is so powerful. She taps into her light and her dark. Okay, she is... In one sense, I want you to feel so connected to God. And in the other sense, I'm going to bring out the devil in you. <laughs> I do. Sorry. Little obsession. It makes sex even better. Ooh, spontaneous. Doesn't matter where I get it. I will devour you anywhere. And I'm going to leave it right there because I don't want to wake up the beast. I don't want to wake up Monique fully. But that's just a little, little sexual energy to get y'all going. You know, how would you express your dark side? And maybe some of y'all dark side has to deal with sex. Stop repressing it. Write it down. Write it down. Let it sit. Let it marinate. And then go to therapy and talk about it. If you want to talk about it to someone, it's totally okay. I think everyone should have a therapist. Honestly. But don't just have a therapist to have a therapist. Really have a therapist to do the work. Else, I want to say to y'all, you know what? I lied. My higher self want to say something to y'all real quick. Monique had a little something for y'all, but my higher self, Monique said, put your tongue into it and put your back into it because it's giving dry. <laughs> it's giving dry. Y'all need to put do both. Put your tongue in back. Okay. And then my higher self, and I'm letting y'all go because this is long. You have intuitive ideas that really need that you really need to act upon, y'all. Have y'all ever seen art? Some of it's beautiful and some of that shit is dark. And guess what? Both are amazing. Both people relate. It's time for you guys to really use the gifts that you have. Both the light and the dark. If I hadn't stepped out on faith to do Tipsy Tiff, it wouldn't lead me to where I am now. And let me tell you, in Tipsy Tiff, y'all, I was crying. I was going through I was going through it. You know, I was really at that beginner stage of healing. So just expressing everything. But it was so much fun. I had so much fun doing my podcast. It was triggering as fuck. I was going through a very triggering time in my life, but I also enjoyed it. I enjoyed learning about other people's spiritual journeys. I enjoyed learning about myself, good things and bad things, because I can say I know me. I can say I know what triggers me and I can say it authentically. But it's because of going through all these things, tapping into my dark side, that I created my Oracle cards. I created my Family Feud deck, 160 cards that talks about triggering, family issues, all these things so we can talk about it. And guess what? That's my highest selling Oracle deck to this day. It's always sold out. I recently just got that card deck back in. I say this to say it's time to make art with your darkness. It's time to make art with your light. And in the book, he says, your biggest fear is your next achievement. So maybe it's time for you guys to step out on faith on yourself and do what you need to do. And with that being said, unicorns, I love you. I love you. The affirmation I'm looking at right now is my mind is a powerful magnet for wealth and abundance. You'll be surprised how them dark thoughts will make you money. And for my people who are really concerned about their darkness, go talk to a therapist. There's nothing wrong with that. I love you. Thank you for allowing me to speak life, laughter, nastiness, lust, and love to you today. I hope you have an amazing day. Love and motherfucking lights. Bye-bye.